Dedicate's keep could not have spotted movement down in the narrow streets of the merchant's quarter. But in Cat's Alley, just off the Butterwalk, two men struggled in the shadows for control of a knife. Could you have seen them, you might have been reminded of tarantulas in battle, arms and legs twisting in frenzy as the knife flashed upward, scuffling as feet groped for purchase on the worn cobblestones, both men grunting and straining with deadly intent. Both men were dressed in black. Sergeant Dreys of the King's Guard wore black livery embroidered with the silver boar of House Silveresta. Dreys's assailant wore a baggy black cotton burnous in a style favored by assassins out of Muyatin. Though Sergeant Dreys outweighed the assassin by fifty pounds, and though Dreys had endowments of brawn from three men and could easily lift six hundred pounds over his head, he feared he could not win this battle. Only starlight lit the street, and precious little of that made its way here into Cat's Alley. The alley was barely seven feet wide, and homes here stood three stories tall, leaning on sagging foundations till the awnings of their roofs nearly met a few yards above Dreys's head. Dreys could hardly see a damned thing back here. All he could make out of his assailant was the gleam of the man's eyes and teeth, a pearl ring in his left nostril the flash of the knife. The smell of woodlands clung to his cotton tunic as fiercely as the sense of anise and curry held to his breath. No, Dreys was not prepared to fight here in Cat's Alley. He had no weapons and wore only the linen surcoat that normally fit over his ring mail, along with pants and boots. One does not go armed and armored to meet his lover. He'd only stepped into the alley a moment ago, to make certain the road ahead was clear of city guards, when he heard a small scuffling behind a stack of yellow gourds by one of the market stalls. Dreys had thought he'd disturbed a ferron as it hunted for mice, or for some bit of cloth to wear. He'd turned, expecting to see a pudgy, rat-shaped creature run for cover, when the assassin sprang from the shadows. Now the assassin moved swiftly, grasping the knife tight, shifting his weight, twisting the blade. It flashed dangerously close to Dreza's ear, but the sergeant fought it off, till the man's arm snaked around, stabbing at Dreza's throat. Dreza managed to hold the smaller man's wrist back for a moment. Murder! Bloody murder! Dreza shouted. A spy, he thought. I've caught a spy. He could only imagine that he'd disturbed the fellow in mapping out the castle grounds. He thrust a knee into the assassin's groin, lifting the man in the air pulled the man's knife arm full length and tried to twist it. The assassin let go of the knife with one hand and rabbit-punched Dreys in the chest. Dreys's ribs snapped. Obviously, the little man had also been branded with runes of power. Dreys guessed that the assassin had the brawn of five men, maybe more. Though both men were incredibly strong, endowments of brawn increased strength only to the muscles and tendons. They did not invest one's bones with any superior hardness, so this match was quickly degenerating into what Dreys would call a bone bash. He struggled to hold the assassin's wrists. For a long moment they wrestled. Dreys heard deep-voiced shouts. That way, I think. Over there! They came from the left. A street over was Cheap Street where the bunched houses did not press so close, and where Sir Gilliam had built his new four-story manor. 
The voices had to be from the city guard, the same guards Drays had been avoiding, whom Sir Gilliam bribed to rest beneath the lantern post at the manor gate. "'Cat's Alley!' Drays screamed. He only had to hold the assassin a moment more, make sure the fellow didn't stab him or escape. The southerner broke free in desperation, punched him again high in the chest. More ribs snapped. Drays felt little pain. One tends to ignore such distractions when struggling to stay alive. In desperation, the assassin ripped the knife free. Drays felt a tremendous rush of fear and kicked the assassin's right ankle. He felt more than heard a leg shatter. The assassin lunged, knife flashing. Drays twisted away, shoved the fellow. The blade struck wide of its mark, slashed Drays's ribs, a grazing blow. Now Drays grabbed the fellow's elbow, had the man half turned around. The assassin stumbled, unable to...